0: We're live from Brooklyn, New York. This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Today I'm going to read to you guys an article I wrote called How I Kept Going After My Dad Died. This article was originally published on runnerclick.com. A few summers ago, I raced at the USATF National Team Championships. I'd qualified for this race with a fast half marathon just a few months prior. This was my very first track event. And on a whim, my dad decided to travel all the way from St. Louis to watch me run circles for 25 laps. As one of his five daughters, I'm very independent, having built a life for myself here in New York City. However, this was a time that I needed my dad close by to keep me calm and collected. But let's just say things didn't go according to plan. Up until that point, my dad had never cheered at a track event before, so I was in for a whole new side of him. However, I was well aware of his boisterous spirit when he attended basketball games. Spectators often asked him to please take it down a notch. It should have come as no surprise that my dad's enthusiasm only heightened when his daughter was at the focal point. And once the race began, I could feel my dad in close proximity, his body pressed against the rail separating the crowd from the track. When I sprinted by him, he just exploded. My dad cut to the chase and let me know I had exactly 300 yards on my competitor, Just before the race, I had warned my dad that 10Ks get kind of long on the track, and not to underestimate what can happen after the 30-minute mark. So, as I continued, he got even more amped. Suddenly, that competitor on my tail passed me, and it was clear she was going to win. With his arms waving up and down, working almost as hard as I was, he gasped. "Uh Uh-oh, you're really slowing down! (laughs) I remember with burning pain in my lungs and legs. I just hoped he'd stop. Looking back, I can only laugh. Yep, that's my dad. Dad was always kind of an outsider, and while he seemed introverted, he loved people. As a writer who told other people's stories, so much of his life was spent absorbing the world around him so that he could tell it with his own spin. My dad had such a knack for assigning meaning to anything that happened. So when I think about him at the race that day, I imagine him weaving a story together about the irony of his non-athletic roots creating a competitive runner as a daughter. And when I managed to cross the finish, my dad met up with me with tears in his eyes. I think he was crying from a combination of pride and shock. After I placed second in the race, we drove all the way back to the city. With his ears pinned back, my dad was so elated that he took me to one of my favorite bars in the neighborhood to celebrate. Over a couple glasses of Cabernet Sauvignon, my dad bragged to the bartender, showing off my medal. He'd been wearing my race bib around like a badge of honor. That summer night in Brooklyn is one that I'll never forget. That was the first and last track event that my dad would ever watch me run in. He passed away suddenly last fall, causing my entire world to stand still. Besides being my biggest cheerleader, my dad was my confidant. My daily routine always included a pep talk where I'd get a coffee nearby and give him a call. As I caffeinated, I'd go over my agenda with him, ready for all of his wise words and guidance. This part of my day was what invigorated me to put the hard work into my runs, and while my dad invested in my day-to-day life, he also never told me what to do. He was just great at giving advice and feedback, but let me make my own choices. Above all, he was a friend to banter with. There was no one better at making me laugh than my dad. If I'd be freaking out about running, work, or anything, my dad always set me straight. He had this saying, and while it may be a little crass, it worked wonders when I was getting carried away. If I was feeling insecure, two words that my dad said with such authority always put me in check. F Well, that's the PG version after all. <laughs> so when all of a sudden my dad passed away with no warning... I was just totally, totally lost. All I knew was that I needed to keep moving. In those first few days after he died, my body found its way to my safe place, and I hammered away on the treadmill until I couldn't really go anymore. There was just nothing else I could do. Without our morning coffee talk, I was just so empty. I'd tear up, waiting for the barista to whip up an espresso shot to dump into my drip, giving an alternative meaning to the coffee term, red eye. But because that part of our routine was so ingrained in me, calling my dad every day, chatting, shooting the shit, I turned to my daily running time and made it into my daily talking to dad time, even though dad wasn't there anymore. I used to tell dad about this singer I adore, Regina Spector. I love how she depicts the streets of New York City and her immigrant roots. Dad would send me little tidbits about her here and there, knowing how much I loved her now I can't help but apply all of her lyrics to him when I'm running almost as if I'm speaking to him directly it's like he's right there when Regina belts no one's laughing at God when they're saying their goodbyes and in those moments when I'm searching for the last few breaths during the last few miles I let the sadness I have over losing my dad just wash over me despite how hard it is I also feel so relieved I feel like I'll forever be able to communicate with him when I'm out there running. I swear, sometimes I can feel him right there. And I know he's telling me not to slow down. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, I hope you guys subscribe to my my podcast. I'm going to be reading lots of different personal narrative essays that have been published, things that haven't been published yet, all kinds of stuff, talk health, wellness, pseudo science, 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 fitness, running, you know, things that a lot of a lot of the Viking stuff that I happen to get into here in New York City so subscribe uh, share like whatever it is that people do with podcasts and welcome to the ride